Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Sounded like some size shaming there from Canty and Carlin talking about roller coasters and being able to fit on them. We're not going to do that to you here on their own show, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, because it's Friday. We're getting you ready for the weekend. You've got Gabe Neitzel. You've got Courtney Cronin. We are hanging out for the next four hours here on ESPN Radio. Mini camps are done. The champions have been crowned in Denver, and a legend is about to make $3 billion selling his NBA franchise. But... The Friday news dump that we had all been waiting on gave us the information that we have been patiently expecting would come following the NBA Finals. In that regards, Memphis Grizzlies all-star guard John Morant, who has been suspended for 25 games to start the 2023-24 season. Gabe, when I heard this news, initially... I thought back to Adam Silver's comments ahead of the NBA Finals. He said that they had the decision. It was ready to go. They didn't want to overshadow the NBA Finals, and they would drop it once a champion had been crowned. Now, when I hear 25 games, and I don't know if this was intentional by the commissioner of the NBA, but I felt like he kind of oversold what we expected to be a much more severe penalty than more or less missing a quarter of the season. Yeah, but when you start digging into it a little bit more, Courtney, and you start looking into the the length of the suspension in terms of other suspensions in NBA history, it's still a top 10 suspension in NBA history for the length of games. It just gets in there in the top 10, and I mean, the, the top ones are littered with anti-doping violations. The top, of course, uh, the, the second longest suspension ever, Malice in the Palace with Ron Artest, 30 games uh, for Steven Jackson when he went into the stands all those years ago. So when you start kind of comparing and contrasting all the different suspensions that have happened, 25 games to me kind of ended up seeming right for what the at least the precedence is. And, and if you're Adam Silver, you have to go, okay, what's the precedence? And if he ends up appealing, what can we defend in that appeal process? 25 games. That will make his the ninth longest suspension in NBA history. Of course, this all conjures thoughts of Gilbert Arenas' 50-game suspension that he got following the 2000 or during the 2010 season for bringing a firearm into the Washington Wizards facility. Now, there's a lot of differences between what happened in that incident and what happened with John Morant, but the commonality is they both involve a gun. I know that when this news came out that there would be a lengthy suspension I thought that there was precedent set that would have ended up trumping that. You'll have to remember back in March, the first incidents of this that was caught on Instagram Live was John Morant in uh, a nightclub establishment following a loss to the Nuggets. And he brand- he showed a gun very quickly in an Instagram Live. He ends up getting an eight-game suspension from the league at that time. He goes to a rehabilitation center for one day down in Denver, excuse me, down in Florida, and then 
comes back eventually. This happens after Memphis had been eliminated by the Los Angeles Lakers in the NBA playoffs. The incident happening on Mother's Day back in May. The suspension did not come out for more than a month later. So a couple more nuts and bolts here. This is going to remain in effect it starts immediately, remains in effect through the first 25 games of the 2023-2024 NBA regular season, and he will be ineligible to participate in any public league or team activities, which includes preseason games and during throughout the course of his suspension. Adam Silver said that prior to Jabra Morant's return to play, he's going to have to formulate and fulfill a program with the league that directly addresses the circumstances that led him to repeat this destructive behavior. So Gabe, that sounds like there will be some mandates in place for John Morant from a character standpoint showing, did you actually learn your lesson this time? Because remember, he went to New York, he had a meeting with the commissioner, he sat in his office, claimed that he had learned from his mistakes the first time, and then less than two months later, he's back in the spot on Instagram Live doing the same thing that he did the first time. I just don't know how you're going to be able to measure that. If you're the commissioner of the NBA, how do you know that someone like John Morant, who's in this situation, how do you know that he's not going to end up doing it again, that he's not going to put the league, the Memphis Grizzlies, in harm's way, unless you're telling him you've got to cleanse yourself of everybody that you're hanging around, anybody that might be a negative influence on you to this point which is asking a whole lot of John Moran. Yeah, I, I don't know what, what those things are going to be for Adam Silver, but the key word to there, and you were kind of touching on it, repeat. The fact that he already met with him once. The fact that, okay, eight games in I mean, one day in whatever rehab facility kind of shows maybe you weren't taking it seriously the first time around. So it's making sure that he's taking steps and he's, he's requ- you know, required to take whatever class or course or rehab that the league puts on him. And I don't know if this is Adam Silver next time they meet to to give him the all good when we get to December, when presumably this would end up being when he'd be eligible to play. I don't know if that's Adam Silver going, hey, we gave you eight games, we gave you 25. You made me look foolish after the first time. You you make this league look foolish again, and I know I'm a player's commissioner. i got to come down harder. I can't imagine what that number would be, but you make it very clear to John Morant that, hey, the third time, it's not going to be eight. It's not going to be 25. It's going to be closer to 82. It could end up being him out of the league at that point. And it of could. Course, no one wants to see that. Whether the suspension, whether you think it was too lenient, too severe, or just about right, no one wants to see a young rising star in the NBA taken out of the league before he really hits his prime, before he really gets to show us just how good of a basketball player he is. But there are consequences for people's actions. Of course, the Dan Patrick show had Adam Silver on not that long ago, and the issue that the league took was that John Morant was treating the gun like a toy. That was the Denver incident. And then, of course, after that, After apologizing, after saying that he had changed and that he had learned from his mistakes, he ends up doing it again. So for a player's commissioner who has been pretty lenient on discipline for players in the past, this is a way for Adam Silver, frankly, he had no other choice but to come down pretty considerably on John Morant with his 25-game suspension. That is how many games he will have to miss, putting him back in play, potentially assuming he ends up uh, ends up addressing the circumstances is what the uh, 
but the league memo said that he will have to formulate and fulfill this program with the league that's going to be tailored to him. He's got to pass that stuff first before he's able to get back on the floor, which should be right around the time Christmas rolls around. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. As always, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. We want to hear from you. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Too lenient, too severe, or just right? Did the NBA get this one right with John Morant? Way in on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. But let's hear from Doc Holliday, sports director at WMC Action News 5 in Memphis, who has been all over the John Morant story and suspension. Doc, what was your reaction when this 25 games comes down this morning? It's what I, uh, first of all, thank you all for having me on. Uh, it's what I, it's what I expected. I said all along it would be between 20 and 25 games, uh, simply because I know that the NBA didn't want the M- NBA Players Association fighting them back, and I know they released a statement. But I always figured it would be 20 or 25 games. They gave them eight games the first time. Uh, you 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 add you know triple it up, so now it's 25. So uh, it's, it's pretty much what I expected. How are Grizzlies fans handling this whole situation? Not just the 25 games, but the way this whole thing has played out. You know, at first, you know, they were, I mean, at, at first, after this second incident, they weren't really too upset with them after the first. And even after this second one, I think they were, they were disappointed, but they weren't really angry with Jai. They were more disappointed. But the way the world and the NBA world and the world world started dumping on Jai and, and dumping on the city, now, you know, uh, they've formed like this protective circle and bubble around Ja and defending Ja. So right now, they're, they're not really extremely disappointed with Ja. They've been in like protection mode with Ja because everybody's been dumping on him and talking about him. So now, you know, Memphis is one of those cities where, you know, we love our people, we love our athletes, and we want them to succeed and perform well because when they succeed and perform well, it makes the city look good. Doc Holliday, sports director, WMC Action News 5 in Memphis, joins Courtney Cronin, Gabe Neitzel here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. You brought up the NBA PA, and I know the statement that they put out called the 25 games excessive and inappropriate. I don't know if I agree with that. I know that you, Doc, you had mentioned 20 to 25 games was what you were expecting, but what would the pushback or what was the rumored pushback going to be from the NBA PA had it been longer? Because the way that the commissioner was initially speaking about this June 8th, you know, as the NBA finals were getting going and we had heard from the commissioner, he said he wasn't going to reveal the suspension until afterwards. I thought it was going to be closer to 40. 25 seems rather lenient, all things considered, but the NBA PA still doesn't seem too happy with it. I would be I would be extremely shocked if the NBA PA and the NBA were not in communications on a, a time span, a window span of games uh, that this suspension was going to come down and be before this suspension was announced. Because Adam Silver did say, you know, speaking with the NBA PA, we all want to wait until after the finals before the before this suspension is announced. I know they didn't want that to take away from the NBA Finals, but I think the NBA PA is doing its job by coming out with a statement that's saying, you know, I think it's excessive, it's too much, because that's what they're supposed to say. You got the rest of the NBA and everybody else in the NBA Players Association watching and seeing what kind of response you all are going to have. You all are just going to take it. They're paying them to fight back. So they're fighting back, doing what they're supposed to do, doing what they're supposed to uh, uh, they told the players that they would do and say so. 
Uh, I just think they're doing that because they're supposed to do it. 25 games, I, I think that's what they should have been expecting, and I think they may have known that that 20-25 to 25 game window was going to happen. Doc, it's not just the 25 games, but Adam Silver also saying that John Morant is going to be required to formulate and fulfill a program with the league that directly addresses the circumstances that led him to repeat this destructive behavior. Do you have a problem with that being included with the suspension? Well, yeah. I mean, the thing with me is the NBA has – you can't have it both ways, man. You can't have have rappers at your games and you're putting them up on jumbotrons. You're, they're, they're, sometimes they're leading and they're rapping your promo music, going to break, coming into those, the same rappers that are talking about the lifestyle that you're shining a negative light on that you're suspending Don Morant for. You know, you have those rappers, this culture that you're, you're promoting. You're promoting them, and they're talking about killing, they're talking about mistreating women, they're doing all these things. You're promoting these rappers, but then you're suspending this young man who's caught up in that same culture that you got, to, you got him listening to the music, too. So NBA trying to have it both ways, and it's kind of hypocritical to me. So you're telling him he got to fulfill all these things, which he didn't break a law. He, he, he hasn't been arrested. He broke an optics law. And like I said, when you make a contract with a, a, a private entity, a corporation like the NBA, you have your constitutional rights. But these companies also have constitutional rights, too. It's called an employee handbook. And it's called policies and procedures. And you sign up and you agree to follow those policies and procedures. So if that's in there where John gave them the power and authority to say, hey, we can make you agree to these terms, especially after they met with him the first time, there's really nothing he can say about it because he gave up those rights and he gave them that power. So, of course, they're going to try to wield that power as much as they can. It's a great point because when the statement came out that Ja's going to have to fulfill – more or less, whatever rules and, and procedures and, and all those things that the NBA puts in place before he's eligible to return from suspension, I read that as he's got to clean up his circle and the NBA is telling you who you can hang around with, who you can't. But to the to the cultural, uh, the bigger story of like, the cultural aspect here, when they're promoting one thing and saying – don't do this, but we're going to you know, promote the music, promote the culture, promote the people behind the lifestyle that Ja Morant was, whether he was in it like entirely or whether it was just more of a facade and, and he was you know, caught up in something he shouldn't have been. It does seem a little hypocritical. Uh, before we get you out of here, Doc, you've been around this team a while. You know where the Grizzlies are headed. They were a two seed in the West last year, and now there's this question about can they get back there with all the changes that are going to inevitably happen to this roster, including the suspension, what is your confidence level that Ja is going to be able to turn things around? I'm, I'm extremely confident. Look, I was once 23 years old, college football star, made it to the NFL, but I wasn't an NFL star. I've seen plenty of immature, young, rich dudes make dumb choices, but they eventually get it together. Ja's going to be okay. Ja hasn't hurt anybody. Ja caught up in this whole culture thing but as far as the Grizzlies are concerned because I hear a lot of people talk about the culture the Grizzlies genuinely like each other those dudes don't argue those dudes don't fight if they have any kind of disagreement you would never know it you would never know it so they got the two seed lost to the Lakers but people failed to realize that Jaw was hurt Steven Adams had been out dang this since the beginning of the year he's a critical piece to that team and Brandon Clark our top reserve he tore his Achilles and he was out. 
so we had all of that going on. The Grizzlies had all of that going on, and they still managed to get the two seed and make it to that point. And people have to understand, Tyus Jones is a great – he's a starting point guard who's a backup. So if, 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 if Tyus if, – if, if Ja is a Bugatti, let's say Tyus is a Ferrari. A Ferrari still run pretty good. It's just not a Bugatti. You know what I mean? So I think they're going to be okay. That's a good comparison and and great insight. Doc Holliday, sports director at WMC Action News 5 in Memphis. You can follow him on Twitter, the underscore Doc Holliday with two L's. Doc, appreciate it as always. Thanks so much for the time. No problem. Thank you all. Doc brought up a point when he said Ja didn't break any laws. Like some, and he's right. There were no mm-hmm. actual laws broken. Brandishing a gun on an Instagram live video, and, and that's not go, that's not breaking any sort of law, whether it's in Memphis or whether it's other places. But the law of optics. And when you do represent a private organization, a billion dollar entity in the NBA, they can have a say in how you act on and off the court, and that might be. Part of the reason, the whole legal aspect here, why the suspension is 25 games. Brian Windhorst, before the suspension came down today, was on Get Up talking about the fact that there was no crime committed could factor into the length of the suspension. But one thing I think people should understand as a point of reference, uh, right at the end of the season, uh, the NBA suspended Miles Bridges of the Charlotte Hornets 30 games for pleading no contest to a felony domestic violence charge. So 30 games for a, or a no contest plea in a felony case is a framework to understand how the NBA is currently dealing with player discipline. So I know that when Silver made those comments, there was some jumping conclusions that there was going to be extremely lengthy suspension here but keep in mind that miles bridges with a, essentially a guilty plea got 30 games that was brian winhorst on get up laying down the legal framework here so because an actual crime was committed in in that situation where there was a domestic violence charge and, and he pleaded guilty to it that was a 30 game barometer I, I know you and i were talking about do we know if it was john moran's gun does it matter in 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 the case of this situation doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't matter. In the state of Tennessee, just kind of looking up what their different gun laws are, Courtney, there's no state permit requirement for the possession of rifles, shotguns, or handguns. So unless you happen to have committed a couple of different felony offenses, that's what would preclude you from being able to uh, being handling a a firearm like he was. And we obviously know that he hasn't been charged with any sort of crime. So that's that, that kind of is what comes out there. But it's 25 games because this is the second time this happened and it's 25 games because not only is it the second time it happened it happened in pretty rapid succession from the first one and going back to the point you made earlier making the league making the commissioner look foolish for the first time around and thinking oh hey eight games one game over in the rehab center we we think that hey he's listening to us Clearly, our message has gotten through. He has said as much to us. And then when you go and do something like this, yeah, it turns out that the people who are in charge that you more or less fleeced after the first one, they're not going to be happy. And and they're going to come down even harder on the second time. Rings true to the idea of fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. The NBA handing down a 25-game suspension for Ja Morant today after a second instance on Instagram Live where he was seen flashing a handgun. We're going to have plenty more reaction on this suspension, what it means for the Grizzlies, what it means for the NBA as a whole. But coming up next, the Chiefs got a su- their Super Bowl rings in a private ceremony last night. 
Other than health, what do you think is going to hold the Chiefs back from repeating? We're going to get into that after Gabe has this from FanDuel. Baseball season is in full swing. There's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash play to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply robert half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring if you have open roles chances are you're feeling this too that's why you need robert half Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. It'll be here before you know it. Minicamps ended this week. Everybody headed off to summer. But we already have training camp schedules. I got mine. I cover the Chicago Bears for ESPN.com. We start up the 25th of July. You blink, that'll be here. It's Courtney Cronin. It's Gabe Neitzel. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. And the ESPN app is always presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's tap in now with someone who knows all too well how short that break is between mini camp and training camp. Sam Macho, our ESPN football analyst, joining us on the CC call-in line. And we heard Bill Belichick's voice in the rejoin, and I wanted to start there. DeAndre Hopkins had his Patriots visit. He left without a deal being done. Doesn't mean it can't in the future, but if he gets there, does he make the Patriots a contender in the AFC East? My answer, Courtney, is still no. I mean, it's still no. Like, they need him to have a chance. But you talk about contender. Bills have won that division. Ever since the Patriots stopped winning the division, right, whether it was 2019 or so where the Bills finally usurped the Patriots, right, they beat Tom Brady, been win the division ever since. The Bills have been the class of the AFC North. Then fast forward a few years later, now Miami with Mike McDaniel, with Tyreek Hill, 
Now they got Vic Fangio as their defensive coordinator, Bradley Chubb. I mean, now Miami's a force. And then you fast forward now to a few months ago, and now all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers, four-time MVP, back-to-back MVP from two years ago, is now the starting quarterback for the New York Jets, which has a defense that's one of the, if not the best. All right, Obviously, San Francisco was the number one rated defense last year, but a top five defense in the NFL. Those are all contenders. Now, if you get DeAndre Hopkins, it gives you a chance, but I still don't, I still don't see a path forward for the Patriots to be able to win that division with as tough as the division is. I think you need D-Hop and probably a little bit more. Sam, it's been almost 20 years since we've seen seen a team repeat in the NFL, and with the Chiefs getting their rings in a private ceremony, what's holding the Chiefs back from repeating if you take the health aspect out of it? I think there's two things. I mean, there's a reason it's been 20 years, right, that 03-04 Patriots team back-to-back championships. Like, it's hard to – I think about this. I think about, uh, you know, people talk about, like, don't don't rest on your laurels. And, like, that came from, you know, obviously, like, right before the Olympics, right? They're doing these games in Greece. And you, when you win, you get these laurel, these laurel wreaths, right? It's, it's just like, I won. I'm happy. I'm excited. And the natural human tendency is to, like, be excited about that and almost feel like you can almost get away with things that you ne- couldn't necessarily get away with before. And that's, like, the human tendency. And so the reason, the reason why, you have, number one, you don't see teams repeating is just natural tendencies. I remember, well, I'll put it this way. Went to the University of Texas, 05, it was the national championship. I got there, you know, the game was in 06, I got there in 07. Um, my first year, we were 10 and 3, won the Holiday Bowl. Second year, we were thir- 12 and 1, beat Ohio State in the Fiesta Bowl. Third year, we were dom- determined to go to the national championship and win. We ended up going there, we ended up losing, but we went to the national championship. Undefeated season, lost Alabama. After that year, we rested on our laurels. Right. Okay. Sure. We didn't win the national championship, but man, we thought we should have been there. Should have won if our quarterback wouldn't got hurt. And that year, my senior year, my last year, we ended up five and seven. A team that just went to the national championship now ends up five and seven. Now that's the collegiate ranks, but look at it in the NFL ranks. You haven't seen a team repeat because it's hard, right? The uh, uh, Kansas City just celebrated last night getting their rings. Patrick Mahomes, of course, he's dialed in. He gets it. He's trying to be great. He's telling everybody, "Hey, forget about this. Move on. Let's close this chapter." But not everyone is Patrick Mahomes. They're probably young players on that team that are resting on their laurels. Now, I'm not saying that to everyone, right? George Karloftis, first-round pick from last year, defensive end out of Purdue. This dude has spent all offseason training with Tom Bahali. You know Tom Bahali, the 12-year vet for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, 89 and a half sacks. Like, that's what he's been doing. Like, 6 a.m., boom, getting after it. I'm sure a lot of guys have been doing that. But not everyone has to – not everyone's been doing that because there's this hunger that gets um, filled when you win. And it's hard to change your mindset and your brain to feel like, you know what, that win doesn't matter anymore, right? Mahomes can do that. We've seen him do that. Two-time MVP, two-time Super Bowl champ, all the records and stats you could, you know, imagine. But everyone else on that roster, and forget that roster, think about every other team in the NFL that has won in the past. It's hard to repeat because most people rest on their laurels. It's human nature. Sam Macho, ESPN football analyst, joining us here on Canty and Carlin. I know I saw you from a distance at Bears minicamp about a month ago and with every, yeah. with rookie minicamp and with everything wrapping up. And I know that I'm just like so in the weeds on this with Justin Fields and watching him every day that we're out there. From a national perspective, what does success look like for Justin Fields this season? Uh, it's success in the running game. As we've seen last year, he amassed over 1,000 
over 1,100 yards, I think 1,143 rushing yards as a quarterback, eight touchdowns, rushing touchdowns as a quarterback. So, like, it's keeping that success, but it's also success in the passing game. Last year, the, Bear, last year, the Bears ranked 32nd overall, worst in the NFL in passing offense. Justin Fields averaged 149.5 yards passing per game, less than 150 passing yards per game. That's, those numbers are, I mean, 32nd, it's abysmal, it's atrocious, it's worst in the NFL, statistically, from a passing perspective. Well, mind you, what happened last year? Darnell Mooney, your number one receiver, got hurt in week 12, right? And that was your number one receiver without even adding weapons. So you didn't have really anyone to throw to. Well, now you have DJ Moore, who over the last five years has averaged over 1,000 yards per season, number one. number two. So you got a number one receiver. Number two, Darnell Mooney hopefully will be coming back from injury. He can get back to that full speed Darnell Mooney that in 2021 got over 1,000 y- receiving yards, and that is like that downfield threat. A number, it could be a, a great number two, complimentary to DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, et cetera. But even more so, what I would say is the offensive line. So Justin Fields, like to be successful, you can't get sacked 55 times in 15 games. That's what happened last year. Justin Fields got sacked 55 times in 15 games. So what do you do? Number one, more awareness, sure. But you shore up your offensive line. The Bears have done that. They drafted Darnell Wright, one of the best. If Some people said the best tackle in the draft last year from Tennessee. I saw him at, we saw him uh, at, at minicamp or rookie minicamp. He's huge, massive human being, great feet, et cetera. You draft him. What else do you do? You sign Nate Davis, uh, a three-year, $30 million contract, right, to come and play guard. What else do you do? And, Courtney, you know this well. You move Cody Whitehair back from guard back to center, back to his more natural position. So now you're shoring up your – and then Braxton Jones stays left tackle. Now you, 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 you have the pieces, not all of them, but most of them offensive line-wise. Then you have a receiver. You get uh, you got your tight ends, right? Cole Komet. You go get um, dude from Green Bay. Um, I'm forgetting his name right now. Robert Tanyan. But Robert Tanyan. Bingo. So now it's like that. I need to see the same effectiveness and explosiveness as a runner from you. But now that you have a number one receiver, now that you have a better offensive line, I mean, it's got to be top half of the league in passing that's though that like for me that's i think what success looks like now you're going into your third year you have more experience you have weapons you have an o-line you're not on a first year coach first year gm first year court no you have the same coordinator and that's what i think we're going to see from justin fields now it may not you know shock the world just yet because all the pieces aren't officially there right we know that ryan poles is building a long-term plan from the inside out starting with the lines offensive and defensive but now we've there's improvement. So that's what I expect to see. Still dominate as a runner, but also we can't be 32nd in the league in passing. A lot of moving parts for the Chicago Bears, among others, but they're, as of right now, they go on to summer. They don't have to worry about it until July 25th. That is a date that players will report for training camp. Awesome stuff as always, Sam. Appreciate it. Definitely. Next time you're, if you see me at camp, say what up, man. Say I will up. yell across the field as loud as I possibly can. You are like super far on the other side, and you know I, I'm not above doing that. So next time I will. Next time I will. All right. That's All Sam right. Macho, ESPN football analyst, joining us here on Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Protect your family, your phone, and your furry friends with life, electronic device, and pet health insurance. Speaking of the Bears, since you have the Chicago Bears beat reporter for ESPN.com and Gabe, who covers the Green Bay Packers, we've got a little Midwest flavor here on Canty and Carlin today. So it's time to talk the NFC North. Which team has a better chance of winning that division between the Bears and Packers? Maybe there's another one, too. That's next, Canty and Carlin.
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Going to be real weird not seeing Aaron Rodgers ride the bicycle into training camp for the Green Bay Packers. He is now a jet, unless you've been living under a rock the last few months. What does that do for the NFC North? It's Candy and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Courtney Cronin, Gabe Neitzel with you on this Friday afternoon. And I know there will be a changing of the guard. It's actually a very exciting time for both of us. We both cover. I cover the Bears. Gabe covers the Green Bay Packers to be in the division because very likely we will have a new first place finisher. That's not the Minnesota Vikings because of all the changes that they're undergoing this year. Could it be the bears? Could it be the Packers or might it be the Detroit lions? A lot of moving parts. And I think it's good to see a changing of hands in terms of the power struggle in the NFC North, which it's been for the last couple of years where green Bay more often than not has been 
ruling the roost. Yeah, especially with Aaron Rodgers. But I just have a hard time imagining the Packers being the team that rises amongst the three of Detroit, Chicago, and Green Bay and, and winning the division because this was a roster that has lost, that lost a couple of players other than Aaron Rodgers from a team that went 8-9 and nine a year ago. They're making a significant change at quarterback. They only have three players currently, Courtney, who are 30 or older. It's an incredibly young roster, and they're going to be making a lot of mistakes. And I think there's still, if you're a Packers fan, a lot of things to be excited about. And if Jordan Love comes in, shows that he can grow with that young core, that certainly gives you excitement going forward. As for 2023, there's just going to be some growing pains for the Green Bay Packers. And that's understandable. I think that the defense should still be quite good. I mean, there's a lot of first-rounders there, but if that means that they are the champs of the NFC North or not, I am. I think it's anybody's guess right now, because so much centers on the quarterback play. You're not going to hear it from people in Green Bay talking about how happy they are that Aaron Rodgers is not there anymore, but you will hear it across the division. This happened earlier this week. Bears defensive tackle Justin Jones, I was sitting in this press conference, had this to say when he was asked about the changes in the NFC North and no more number 12 up north. I wish he played one more year with uh, Green Bay, honestly. We went up there and uh, we played a, we played a pretty good game. They got away from us at the end, obviously, and uh, they won, but their fans are really shit. Yeah, I, I wanted to go back up there and I wanted to play him and I wanted to beat them and I wanted him to be there so you can see it. But the fact that he's gone now, you know I mean? It's, it's cool. I guess it's better for him not to be here. I'm ready to take it over. I mean, it's a good time to be a Bears fan. I'm not even going to lie to you. So. This is a follow-up question I never thought I'd ask. In which ways are they I mean, man, like just just the way that they're just freaking obnoxious, just yelling and all that other stuff about things that don't even matter. They're not even running the play. You guys are talking about boo. Oh yeah, go great. Like, what, what are you even talking? He hasn't even started yet. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, you know, y'all half of them don't even know football. It's it's it's, it's so weird to me. I'm just ready to go back out there and play, and I, I want to go out there and I want to beat the hell out of them on their field. I want to hear the boos in. That that's what I look forward to. Okay, Gabe. So I don't want to like put you in a situation where you can't like walk around the state of Wisconsin but is that true is that true are they are they like dumb fans no no not at all like if 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 they're getting in your head in between plays isn't that what fans are supposed to be doing is he unfamiliar with how fans work when you're on the road yeah, you come to Lambeau Field, guess what? They're going to boo you. They're not just going to boo you while you're playing. They're going to boo you while you're standing on the sideline. They're gonna, you're a member of the Chicago Bears. Are you unfamiliar with how fandom works? Well, it was his first year in the division last year, so maybe he isn't, frankly, uh, all that familiar <laughs> with it. Kind of a rich spot to be speaking from since he's only been with the Bears for one year. Straight ahead, back into the news of the day with Ja Morant. Should the Grizzlies consider moving on from the All-Star Guard? That's next. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.